Welcome to Teaching La Vida Loca, a podcast for world language teachers seeking inspiration, unapologetic authenticity, and guidance in centering joy and facilitating language acquisition for the people who matter most, our students. I'm your host, Annabelle, most people call me La Maestra Loca, and I'm an educator just like you, and inspiring teachers is what I do. Hi there, and welcome to episode 11 of Teaching La Vida Loca. I'm so excited you are here for this episode because, whoa, I just said episode like I was from up north or something, but I'm so excited for episode 11 because I'm going to be talking to you all about transitions, which is an important topic for many of us right now, Um, and definitely important to me because yesterday I found out I got the job I wanted. Uh, and I'm so excited for it. I'm not going to be telling you details until the end of this episode um, to encourage you to listen to the whole thing, but um, thinking about transitioning into a new role and a new school, I thought, dang, that's the perfect um, thing to talk about in this podcast. So yay, welcome to episode 11 of Teaching La Vida Loca. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so let's start talking about what transitions could look like or mean for us because everybody is transitioning, even if you are literally going back into the same school and the same role that uh, you've been in for a long time, it's still the transition of moving into a new school year, which means new opportunities to change things up, to try new things. Um, Many of us might be moving into a brand new role within our school, perhaps we're changing to a different grade, perhaps you're moving from teaching Spanish 1 and 2 to Spanish 2, 4, and AP. Um, There are transitions every year. Perhaps you're moving to a new school, which is a huge transition. Um, There are new systems to learn, new people to meet, new um, everything to navigate. Everything is new. Don't be overwhelmed. I'm sorry if that caused overwhelm. or perhaps you're moving into a new career, right? And if you are, thanks for still listening. Hey, go you. Um, and if you're choosing to move into a new career, I'm thrilled for you and I'm excited for this new step for you. But no matter what our year next year looks like or this upcoming school year, we are all transitioning in some way or another. and. Transitions can be incredibly challenging and intimidating and overwhelming, but they are also beautiful opportunities for fresh starts and new beginnings. Um, And I just want to give you some tips today um, to help you as you transition and also to help myself as I navigate this new transition, which begins on Monday, y'all. To be clear, I actually have no idea when you're listening to this podcast. Heck, I don't even know when I'm going to publish it. I hope I publish it before Monday, but we'll see. Um, Maybe I'll publish it on Monday. Why not? I am moving into this new role on the 25th of July. Sorry, I just vomited a little bit in my mouth. Um, I'm very excited about my new role. Let me uh, clarify that. But uh, it doesn't feel like summer should be over yet, but that's okay. Okay, back to the tips. I want to go over three tips to strong transitions, making a strong transition into whatever your new role position job looks like next year. And the first is probably the most important. 
The first is go into this new role as unapologetically and authentically you as you've ever been. Let me just say that again. Isn't that good? That's really good, right? That's really freaking good. Let's just say that again. Go into your new role as unapologetically and authentically you as you've ever been. I actually wrote a blog, the longest one I've written in years, actually, um, last week about my reflections of IFLT, the conference IFLT, and why my language lab went better than ever. And one of the main things I talked about in this blog, I'll link it in the show notes, is how for the first time ever leading a language lab, which is where you're like teaching kids and then there's people watching you teach kids, for the first time ever, I literally did not care a lick about what anybody watching me was going to think about me which is huge for me because I'm an Enneagram 3. Cool, buddy. Okay, we'll go there sometime. Um, sorry about that. Not editing it out because he's adorable. But I, I went in. I'm an Enneagram 3. I care a lot about what people think about me. A lot. Too much, right? But I just went in and I was like, no. Not only am I going to pretend like they're not here, which is what I've always done, but I'm not going to care what they think about how I teach these children in front of me. Like, I don't care. I'm going to be unapologetically and authentically loca and Annabelle in all ways, more than I have ever been before. And so when I go into my new role on Monday, I'm going in with my loudest dress, my loudest sunglasses or glasses. I'm probably going to dye my hair rainbow colors. I'm going to wear my loudest shoes. Um... And by loud, I just mean color, right? Uh, I don't wear heels, even though those would be actually loud. Um, But I'm going in as unapologetically and authentically me as I have ever been. Because I want to start that way so that I don't have to slowly reveal who I really am and who I want to be, right? I want to be seen as me from the very beginning so that there is no doubt in people's minds of who I am, what I represent, what I believe. I'm going in as unapologetically and authentically me as I have ever been. And that's what I want you to do. I'm going to say it one more time because it's so good. Ready? When you go into your new role, please go in as unapologetically and authentically you as you've ever been. Yay. Okay, that's tip number one. Tip number two is... Take risks and try the new things. Remember, these kids don't know you. These new people don't know you. These new students, these new, you know, people that you're working with, they don't know you. And they don't know what you've tried before and what you haven't or what you've always wanted to try. I remember one of the things I did when I moved to my old school was um, I was beat down a lot by my kids at my previous school before that one, so two schools ago. Anytime I did a write and discuss, I was only able to get away with it once a week. And even then it was like they were whining, 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 whining. That's because I discovered write and discuss as its strategy halfway through working there. So when I went to this new school, I decided, oh, I'm going to do write and discuss all the time. And I did. I did it almost every day. And since the kids didn't know me and my colleagues didn't know me, it was just 
something that I did. So it wasn't met with whining and complaining or not nearly as much because it was just part of what I did in my classes. And so whatever you want to try to do that's new or that feels like, wow, this is a huge risk for me or this is like out of my realm, try it. There should be nothing to hold you back because remember, this is new and this is an opportunity for new beginnings and and experimenting. So try the new thing boldly and unapologetically and do so while being authentically you. Yay! Um, I'm going to make another note on that. Just kidding. I'm not done. Oh. Okay, so going back to this blog post, which is fire and you should read it, but that's another thing I talked about. When you're you know, going in and trying something new that maybe you observed at a conference like Conference in the Cloud or IFLT this summer, please, please, please make sure that you are being authentic to yourself. You're not like trying to emulate somebody that you saw it from. Like if you saw me or Hayoon or um, I'm trying to think of who else, Ben Tinsley at Conference in the Cloud, if you saw somebody do something and you're like, oh, I want to try that, try it as yourself. Put your own spin on it. You know, be authentically you when you implement this new strategy, because if you're trying to emulate somebody else, it's not going to work. Um, be you. Try the new strategy. Try the new thing, but be you. Okay, done with that one. Okay, that was number two. Before we do number three, I think it's time for a brain break. Okay, this one's a little bit... Um, I don't know, unconventional. It's a different one than what you're used to in these episodes or from my blogs and whatever. This one is just a gratitude brain break. So if you are listening and not driving, I think I'm always paranoid. I listen to podcasts when I drive, so I'm always paranoid I'm going to say something and have you do something when you're driving. If you are not driving, I want you to actually physically go get a piece of paper and a pen real quick or a note card and a pen or a journal and a pen if you're a journal person. If you are driving, you can just do this while you're driving verbally. You don't have to do this um, written. But I encourage you maybe when you get somewhere to do this written because it's pretty powerful. You can totally do this with students. Pass out a sticky note. Have them do this as a brain break. It's powerful. But I, unless you teach upper levels, I would do this in L1 in their first language. I want you to take a second to write down one to three gratitudes. Something that you're really just feeling super grateful for right now. What is filling your cup? What is making you smile? For me, I'm in the middle of the Sensational Summer Challenge. Um, If you haven't joined, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I have a podcast episode on it. I have a blog. I will link to them. I have a free resource for you to maximize your summer fun and joy. But for me, I'm midway through that. And so I'm just really grateful for time with my son. Um... We got snowballs this morning. We went to City Park. We rode rides together. We played. Um, We just napped and snuggled. Like, I'm feeling really grateful for my son and the opportunity to have really important quality time with him. Um, It's been really, really special. So that's what I'm grateful for. So I want you to take a second. You can push pause. Even if you're driving, go ahead and push pause. And I want you to take three deep breaths and I want you to verbally say that gratitude out loud. And if you are writing it down, just take some breaths while you're writing it down 
and go ahead and take a second to read that out loud and then you can come back to me again one to three gratitudes ready go yay i don't know why i paused my voice i probably didn't need to do that but it was good it felt good i took a breath also not editing that out um yay for brain breaks hooray try this one with your students and let me know how it goes okay so um the last tip for you as you transition into your new role is to find yourself a mentor and for those of you who have been in education for 20 years and you're moving into a new role um i still want you to do this and you can call it a different word if it bothers you but it shouldn't Um, we all need a mentor especially if you're moving into a new school or a new role like you're teaching a level that you haven't taught before. Um, This mentor, if you're moving into a new school, should absolutely be somebody at that school. If you're just moving into teaching a a level that you haven't taught, go and find your your community online. Like Instagram, that is how I connect with teachers literally all over the world, teaching similar levels to me. It's really, really powerful. So you can find a mentor elsewhere. Um, But if you're moving into a new school like I am, the first thing I'm going to do is find a person that I vibe with, that I get like, ooh, yeah, you definitely seem like my kind of people. I'm going to find a person who I know that I can um, ask questions to when I'm confused or I learn a new acronym that's you know unique to this school or I need to figure out how to submit PTO or I need to know what the heck the deal is with subs or sub plans or whatever. I'm gonna find somebody that I know that I can lean on and it's not going to be a burden for them to answer my questions, right? And to help help a girl out. Um, so I encourage you to find a mentor. Now, if you are not changing schools, not changing roles, and you've been doing this for a while, find a mentee, find somebody who is new to your school, find somebody who is a brand new teacher, and just say, hey, I wanna let you know you have any questions at all this year about how this school works or you know who to talk to when you need um, food delivered or when you need to know where the nearest vending machine is or when you need to know who to talk to for XYZ come to me I'll be your person find a mentee if this doesn't apply to you but for most of it many of us it's gonna we can use a mentor you know lean on that person um, make sure you ask them first but I, I am very excited about finding somebody that I can connect, connect with in my new school and that I can lean on when I need help because we shouldn't go about this alone. We work too hard as it is and if we can just real quick go to somebody for a fast answer rather than spending 15, 20 minutes searching for it for ourselves, you know, let's just lean on people who are more than willing to help us. Yay, yay, yay. So those are the three tips. I'm going to summarize them again real quick. Number one. This is the juicy one. It's the best. Go in to your new job, your new role, your new position, your new career, your new whatever. Fill in the blank. As unapologetically and authentically you as you have ever been. Number two, take risks and try the new things. Remember, these kids, these people, they don't know you. They don't know your style. They don't know what you do. Now is the time to try the things. And number three, find yourself a person. Find yourself a person that can help you so that you can be more whole and ready going to this role and you're not worried about all the little things that come with 
a new school, new position, new job, etc. I'm so excited for you and your new transition. Uh, if you'd like to hear about mine, I'll share about it right now. Uh, this year, I will be moving to um, Morris Jeff Community School here in New Orleans. It is a public charter. It's actually one of the few unionized schools in the city, um, which is very exciting. They've already gone through that whole process. There's a contract, everything. That's very exciting. Um, this school, like my last, still prioritizes equity and inclusion um, and anti-racist education. So I'm thrilled to still be at a school that um, centers that. That was a priority for me. And he needed a snack refill. Um, and I am going to be moving back to elementary, which I didn't think I would ever like say, like ever. Um, but I'm ready for it. I think that I felt really tired and pretty burnt out last year after a lot of apathy throughout the year from kids that I love. I love them and I know they love me, but I was feeling kind of burnt and um, I really needed to find a place that valued language education as much as I do. And so I'll be able to teach third and fourth grade next year and I will see these students every single day every single day y'all can you even oh my god i'm so excited um it just feels really good and i know it's gonna be i know it's gonna be great and it's gonna be exactly what i need it to be um as i transition into this new role i'm gonna be following my three tips and i'm super excited to hear about your new year and if you're not ready to think about the new year that's totally fine um, but let me know when you do want to share because I'd love to hear from you. You can email me. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, please, please, please do me a favor. Send it to a friend who needs to hear it, whether they're in education or not. Um, share it on your social media and tag me. Uh, I love hearing that this podcast is making a difference for you. Um, you can also give me a review if you have the extra minute. That would be awesome um, because that helps Google find me and um, it helps more teachers find me as well and hopefully helps me impact them and their students as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, teacher. I'm grateful for you. And until next time, I'll be teaching La Vida Loca starting Monday wild. Oh, take care, teacher. Bye-bye.